This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That, that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good morning, and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast this Wednesday, December the 15th, 2021. Halfway through the last month of the year. Oh, boy. What a year it's been. Just as we get warmed up here, I want you to think about something. We're approximately 11 months, 11 months away from the vaunted and much talked about midterm elections which will be next November where they may have the chance to flip the house so they say from Democrat or House and Senate actually Democrat to Republican but when you look at the statistics that have recently been rolling around out there 80 Republicans voted on a bill to pass where they effectually can monitor you and me and our interactions with people online. You're definitely your medical, which is the big thing of the day. The new variation of the, uh, biological weapon that we call COVID-19 is out Omicron it's basically the sniffles we're going to go into that a little bit later actually quite soon I just wanted to talk a little bit think about this though we've got 11 months before we vote again in any significant uh, turnout to change things. In the last 11 months since the feckless, ridiculous puppet Joe Biden took over, what have we gained? Well, I'll tell you what we gained. Inflation up more than the last 40 years up. We've gained higher gas prices, higher meat prices. Now they call it, good Lord, what was the word? Meat conglomerates. It's their fault that the meat cost more. We've gained more people who have literally died from the 
biological weapon released from China under Biden in the last 11 months compared to the Trump years that they love to just throw out there and say, oh, look what he did to us. More people have died in the last 11 months than all of last year. That's something to chew on, isn't it? Oh, but you know whose fault it is. And you hear the idiot in the beginning say, it's a pandemic of the vaccinated, the unvaccinated. I'm sorry. And uh, we're going to teach you some new words today. The first one I've already used several times. And I, I got these from guys I trust like whatever you want to call it. And they're right. We call that the virus. And uh, I forget who the doctor was. I like to give people credit. I'll get back to you on that. But he said, we, we need to stop calling it that. It's not a virus. It never was. Oh, yeah, you get sick, and it has the symptoms of coronaviruses of the past, the flu and colds and common colds. And if you look it up, coronavirus, that's the basic, most basic of coronavirus. This is a common cold, which they have no cure for. But all of a sudden, we got a vaccine. We're going to change that word, too, but first of all, virus not biological weapon and this is your host's opinion tom here saying this and i don't talking about myself in the first person but i will say this this is what i say this is my opinion just from the data that's slid through my under under my nose and through my fingers in the past is that the Americans and the Chinese are in on this thing. This this isn't the strongest, most virulent virus or biological weapon that they could have unleashed. And there's probably a reason for that. Why unleash your best one? You know, if we can wipe out a million people just to see if it works, just to see how effective it is, just to see how much we can scare people. They tried to tell us from the get-go that, you know, 10 or 15% of people who caught it died. And they twisted those numbers. I think it was even up to at least 30%. They had tweaked those numbers not by the actual people who contracted the disease or the weapon, They didn't take it by those numbers of the bulk of all the people who had tested positive or actually had symptoms of the dreaded coronavirus weapon. They only used those that ended up in the ICU on a ventilator. And 30 or 40% of them, unfortunately, succumbed to the medical treatment that they were given, not the disease. If we'd have treated it from the get-go with the proven things that they have now, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, many of those people probably would have lived, including some of my friends. 
But instead, we intubated them, put them on the vent, hardened up their lungs, shoved the the uh, fluids down into them, and they died. Some good people. And I'm sure if if it was your mom or dad or brother or sister, cousin, whatever, you would consider all of them good people. They were people who, they were humans who should have been treated correctly by the medical practitioners that we've been trained to trust, conditioned even to trust. And yet now we can't. I have a very very good clip coming here in a minute from uh, Jesse Waters. Now, he makes me laugh, but he's, he's actually very good at what he does, it seems. Now, you know, <laughs> these folks have vast resources at their fingertips. I have one computer that's 11 years old and an iPad that hardly works anymore. I'm not crying. I got a good board sitting in front of me, so when I talk, you hear me well. But let me say this, folks. They have this vast amount. I mean, you have to you have to tap into these things. If you shut out the news and say, I'm not going to listen to anything. I don't need to know it. The day you need to know it, it's too late. They're sticking a tube down your throat. A uh, friend of uh, the friend of our show, I, no, I can't say that, uh, but I'm a friend of his. Steve Quayle had a patient advocate that kept them from doing that to him when he was in the hospital quite ill with double pneumonia. If they would have, he'd be dead. Other, other folks that we've known for years, listened to, been inspired by Russ Dizdar and his wife both, are now with the Lord. Get yourself a patient advocate. And I don't know how you do it. We'll have to look into that legally. But uh, you're better off if it weren't your wife or your husband. Not that they aren't capable, but they're in a very emotional state when you get to that point in your medical uh, journey. Let's put it that way. And the the law can take them out of the picture and say, well, they, they shouldn't be making decisions because they're too emotional about this whole thing. So a lot of stuff been going on lately. A lot of stuff. I, uh, I have said this for a while. Now, I had a friend of mine years ago that I worked with. He did a, he was a cop. And he had to do a uh, deep dive investigation on funeral homes. And he told me one time, we, we worked together real close and on this occasion, we were flying together. And uh, he, he's telling me, he says, you know, when I was a, when a police officer, he says, I did this thing and it was on um, funeral homes. And he says, as I dug into it, I came to find that almost all the funeral homes in the United States were owned by three or four, I don't remember the exact number, but three or four, maybe six corporations. Yeah, they retained their names, you know, Smith and Jones and whatever. But they were gobbled up by big corp. 
therefore subject to all the rules and regulations that big corp tells them to do, which kind of accounts for the reason that, you know, that they're silent, many of them. Now, some guys have stepped up and, and blown the whistle on the fact that some of the folks coming in that obviously did not die from a respiratory infection but died from a bullet, a car wreck, or falling off of a building or something, but yet their death certificate still says COVID, coronavirus, whatever, however they put it there. Now, there are some that are speaking out and good for them, but I guarantee you there may be some. There, there's always some that stay uh, independent and Praise God for those. Don't let corporations own everything or we'll end up. There's a movie in the 80s, I think, RoboCop. And uh, <laughs> corporate took over everything. You know, they had the corporate cops and the corporate everything. They, they owned it all. Politicians were all corporate uh, board members, which isn't far from where we are now, is it? That's what's happening. Mom-and-pop shops are pretty much gone, gobbled up by the big guys. And you think about that. You get down into the, the weeds even with the funeral directors. And as we're going to talk right now, your local doctor, your local, your guy you go to, hoping to have, have him steer you in the right direction. On Gutfeld, last night, Jesse Waters. Both of these guys actually make me laugh a lot. But this this is very serious, what he says. I want you to take it in and understand uh, what he's saying. It's very telling about the, the state of medical right now. But I was having some elective surgery this morning. Mm. Um, I just like wearing the gown. <laughs> yes. And the doctor and, and, and I said, you know, what is going on here? You're a medical professional. Can't you speak up about all of this craziness? And he said, Mr. Waters, and I, I love when he calls me Mr. Yeah. Waters. Yeah. He said, Mr. Waters, it's all about money. And mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean? He goes, we already have socialized medicine. Mm-hmm. He said, there's no private practices anymore. All the big hospitals bought all the private practices up and the big hospitals are run by the government. Mm. And so these big hospitals are basically sucking at the teat. Mm. Uh, it's a medical term of yes. big government. And they're run by these Ivy League doctors who want to cozy up to the Washington politicians because they just want to get appointed to agencies and to nice posts. So they do whatever big government tells them to do. So if big government says masks, mandate, vaccine, they say, yes, sir, because it's good for business. Mm. So I said, doctor. I don't want to get into HIPAA or anything like that. Yeah. But I said, doctor, what do I do? He said, you're going to have to get a booster for the next couple years. But all the mandates are bogus. All the mandates are bogus. You're going to have to get a booster for the next couple of years. You're going to have to put on your mask because the boosters and the vaccines, which we are going to change that name shortly in your mind forever, don't work. Dr. Peter McCulloch is a person you should pay some attention to. Dr. Peter McCulloch is a cardiologist. I don't have any clips of him, I don't think. Not today. 
I was running behind, and uh, we didn't get to that. But in the near future, hopefully, if I remember, we will. And Lord willing, we will. But but Dr. Peter McCulloch says um, the same basic thing. You know, doctors are bought off. There are those that speak out, and they're shut down just like he is. And Dr. Lee Merritt and Sherry Tenpenny, and I could list off a bunch of them. Dr. Mercola, Joseph Mercola. They, they came after him so hard that he had to start scrubbing out his Internet presence because you're not allowed to have a free and open voice on the Internet. If Amazon Web Services is behind your uh, web hosting and you come out against COVID, you come out against Joe Biden, you're cooked. They're going to find a way to either cut you off or make it so intermittent that you can't get a coherent thought out across the airwaves. Every time you turn around, you'll get a, a red banner. Oh, AWS has an outage in your area. Whether they do or not, I won't say yay or nay because I don't want to be bearing false witness against anyone. But they will attack you if you have that kind of presence. And they don't attack me because I don't have much of a presence. So I can speak. I can say stuff for now. Although I have been censored already, my show has. And that was disturbing to me. The mass media, along with these bureaucrats, including your family doctor probably, if he's connected to a hospital of any sort, have conducted, some of them probably unwillingly, your doctor may be one, because they're just going along with what they hear and reading the garbage that comes to them. But it's called mass psychosis. Mass media, the ones who just roll right along, you know, the numbers and the names, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, and even Fox sometimes. Even though here in the last few days, Fox has shed one of its fleas. Chris Wallace has gone on to greener pastors for people like him and joined the group at CNN. Good riddance, Chris Wallace. We will not miss you. He violates everything about true reporting that I could ever come up with. Now, I guarantee I'm not a reporter. I am a opinion person. I have my opinion and I'm willing to debate the opinion or discuss it. And if you can show me wrong, I'm fine. But, uh, journalists that, just lean to the one side or the other, can't stay in the middle. Hey, when Trump's wrong, Trump's wrong. When the Republicans are wrong, the Republicans are wrong. I just told you, 80 of them. And you can get the list 
went along with a overreaching surveillance bill. I guarantee you they won't be surveilled. And I can tell you some of the names that will be on there. Liz Cheney. What's that other guy? Adam Whitlinker or whatever. These people are neocons. Neocons or the new conservatives, they call themselves, which means they're not conservative at all. Liz Cheney's daddy, which is how she rolled her way into the chambers, was the vice president of the United States under George W. H. But whatever is the second Bush. And he was in there with the first Bush, too, in one capacity. The other, He's a vice president with, with uh, Bush, too. Had a finger in a place called Halliburton, which was a uh, military-industrial complex superpower, which he, of course, oh, you know, I've disassociated myself with all that. You know, when they open their mouths and they speak words, you can just about bet that it's tempered with untruth. And again, not willing to bear false witness. I let their own words speak volumes. But this woman who is so confused about herself, she doesn't even know that she's a woman. And she, I don't know if she's married to a woman or, you know, she is a known and open lesbian oh how progressive of you i'm so tired of it but that's a that's a that goes in their column under the good side for people in dc these days pete buddha judge's husband and him just adopted a, a set of twins to raise and completely befile their name or their 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 uh, minds as they grow up I don't. I it, it took three months off the transportation guy while we have everything clogged up in both ports or on all the ports on both coasts. Takes three months off work uh, for maternity leave or paternity or whatever they. This is horrific to me. I don't hate these people, but I do not aspire to even consider their lifestyle to be anything that is acceptable should go right back into the closet. We were a better society before these things happened. Oh goodness. Most of this has got some kind of COVID swing to it again. Yeah, I hate it. Or as I just said, the Chinese slash American made biological weapon in california where anything can happen and usually does a young lad goes to school one day and he gets covid jabbed with the other biological weapon known as the vaccine which from this here fourth date should be known as a gene transfer technology gene transfer technology the guy by the name of dr david weissman has said that is literally what the shots he was he worked for j and j 
Johnson and Johnson, David Weissman. He, he worked for Johnson and Johnson and he says these shots are literally gene transfer technology. What does that mean? I'm not really sure. I'm studying it. I'm looking at it. Uh, I want to make it easy to understand basically, but gene transfer technology doesn't sound good to me. You're getting something put into your system that's transferring your genes into something. I already know it, it doesn't work because people get sick. If you go to the ER, you're going to sit. We have one guy who's, who came right out and say, David Frum, F-U-R-M, F-U-R-M, uh, F-R-U-M, sorry. little brain f- fog today, F-R-U-M, David Frum. Uh, Canadian dude, I think he worked for Bush too as well, who says um, they should triage ERs at this point and the unvaccinated should go at the bottom of the list. Now, triage, if you don't know what that means, you, know, you watch the old MASH reruns, that's what they always talk about doing triage. Uh, at any accident scene, they do on-spot triage. And they have different color-coded things to this one's yellow. It means he, he, he can wait a little bit. Uh, red means get them in there right now. They're, they're critical, you know, and on and on. Black, of course, means they're dead or they will die soon. They want you, if you're unvaccinated, to go under black, evidently, for last treated. They don't care about you. It's your fault that anybody's here. You know, if it's if you're in a car wreck and you're unvaccinated and they're going to check you, uh, look for your wallet and, oh, there's a card, you know, or ask you if they're capable. Oh, yeah, shove them over in the corner over there. We'll get to these vaccinated people first. That's what he's talking about. What a horrible person. What a horrible idea. Division is happening left and right. Anyway, out in California, this young kid goes to school one day and comes home vaccinated. He he had medical issues to not have that done to him, and his mother was very upset. She's been on a couple of the shows. Um, I want to play this clip, and some of you who are old enough, 60s and 70s raised kids, may remember Stranger Danger, Stranger, comma, Danger a film that they'd show us how to avoid becoming kidnapped or in sexually molested or abused and killed. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to a, a little clip of it before we go further. You tell anybody about our little secret, I'll kill your dog. Children should never be asked to keep special secrets from their parents. Now you know the 11 most common kidnap traps to avoid and how to be street smart. The time to start is now. Be cautious and observant and report anything suspicious. The 11 traps to avoid are helping, bribing, being famous, having fun, getting a job, being a playmate, emergency, affection, authority, hero, 
and threats. Don't tell anybody our little secret or I'll kill your dog. <laughs> That's what they told this kid. Uh, we're going to give you the shot. You'll, you know, and they tell him now, I don't know what, how they coerced him that far. Uh, but you know, probably all his little buddies are getting it, but don't tell mom here, have a piece of pizza. That's what they did. Literally. They gave the kid a piece of pizza. He was injected with a gene transfer agent for a piece of pizza. You didn't get the whole pie. You got a slice. I wonder if it had pepperoni and extra cheese. It's probably the cheapest stuff they could find. One of those Red Barons or something that the, they cooked up in the uh, school cafeteria. Tastes like cardboard with ketchup on it. But this young boy, I think he's like 13, young boy has had something inter- injected into his body that we have no idea what it's going to do. And I'm going to tell you something. I can't play the clips for you, but I can tell you what they look like, and you can look them up about these top-ranked athletes, people, soccer players. Has anybody ever played soccer? I used to play. I enjoyed it. Uh, me and my buddies were on a soccer league for several years. And uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you want to get wore out, you you trudge that field a few times. That's a big field, or as we called it in the parlance, the pitch. It's huge. It's bigger than the football field. And you're up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, soccer players play 90 minutes of the game. They have a 45-minute break, and you're only allowed three, three substitutions in the entire game. Now, there is some time where certain players can have a little bit of downtime or whatever, but not much. I mean, when the ball comes your way, you better be hoofing or you're going to end up losing. These guys are dropping dead on the field after they've had their COVID-19 or their biological, Chinese biological weapon, gene transferring agent injections. Literally dying. Uh, there's there's some really horrific videos of these guys. You know, and one was they were like in a little huddle. I think they were just practicing, and he just falls over backwards, and his legs are jiggling, and it's just these these are people who train and train. You don't get on a on a uh, a soccer team, a professional soccer team, without being at the top of your game. And they're just dropping over. Basketball players on the court taking a shot. Bloop. And what they've come to find is the myocarditis, pericarditis, that goes along with the gene transfer shots is exacerbated by exercise. When you exercise, it becomes near deadly. So when you're out there on the court or on the, on the uh, football field or the hockey rink, wherever, and you're exerting, you're, you're sweating and you're slapping the puck and throwing the ball or kicking it, your heart rate goes up and then all of a sudden it goes 
down <laughs> from 110 to zero. Folks, this is serious stuff. It seems to really attack the gene transfer agents, seem to attack the youth, the youngins, the kids. Those from, I'd say, 40 on down are at a big risk to these things. For some reason, I don't know. Now, not everybody, but are you willing to take the chance with a disease that has, or should I say, a biological weapon that has the uh, mortality rate of 0.098%? Way less than one percent if it was one percent then it might be a cause for alarm way less than one percent of the people who contract the bioweapon disease die now yes there are some long covid issues out there that uh brain fog and health issues that, that go on with it. It all depends on how badly you've been infected to begin with. But is it worth taking a chance at that young age, especially you young folks, in your 30s, your 40s, even your 50s, to take this disease shot, this transfer agent, gene transfer agent into your body and you know, roll the dice. Did I really get the shot or did I get saline solution as they would do in any other uh, mass experiment, which is all this is? And then you have people like Joseph R. Biden pushing that thing like you wouldn't believe and Kamala Harris, Dr. Anthony, I can't make up my mind, Fauci. And then every time you turn around, a new variant pops up. Why? Well, there is a lot of question about the variants. Why are they coming up in such rapidity? Uh, you know, we had uh, Alpha, which is the original, and then Beta and Gamma and blah, 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 it goes on. Now we're up to Omicron, which is basically a cold. Um, there's a fella that showed up on steve bannon's war room and uh, bannon has been really good on some of this stuff he he worked for trump i don't know that he's anti-vaccine i kind of think he is anymore but uh that's not for me to say and it's for him to say but he has had this guy his name is dr malone on his show multiple times talking about these gene transfer shots. Dr. Malone has covered it rather well. I have, I had to, I had shorten this a, a bit, as I say, I don't like to overdo the, these uh, long clips. Uh, although I, if you want to look it up, go on rumble type in, uh, I think it's David Malone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Bannon's war room, Dr. Malone, you'll get it. And it's like six minutes long and it's, and it's original. And I, I, uh, I have to give kudos to Bannon for putting it out there and I stole it, but, uh, it's, I dropped this down a little bit. He's talking about Omicron, the new variant. And he says a lot of things in there that are worth hearing. So, uh, the question of what is this particular virus and what's its origin? 
It has the hallmarks of an of a viral agent that has undergone uh, tight genetic selection for evolution to escape the vaccine responses against the receptor binding domain. Uh, the question that is outstanding right now is because this is so different from the other strains that are being tracked. It's it's like in its own separate little evolutionary branch. Um, how did this happen? Is is and why is this suddenly popped up with all these new mutations? That's the big unknown. And uh, you know, as you know, there are, are is a lot of speculation and discussion among scientists that are able to speak or willing to speak about these things, about whether or not this is of natural origin, whether it is something that is just fermented in an AIDS patient, uh, whether it is something that is the consequence of. Africa not being vaccinated, and that's what's being pushed is to enhance, you know, make the case that somehow we have to carpet bomb uh, Africa, which isn't having problems with disease from COVID for the most part compared to the rest of the world. Whether we have to carpet bomb them with vaccines, and above okay. all of this is the looming specter of whether or not yeah. this thing might have been further engineered in some way. And we shouldn't take anything off the table. And one of the things that is on the table when you see something like this, that is genetically, when when people are applying algorithms to it and saying, what is where is this coming from? What is the precursor? And are raising concerns about this being an engineered pathogen also. I think we have to include that in our list of possibilities. That's all I'm willing to say right now. So I let that play twice. He said that it is very possible. We shouldn't take it off the table that Omicron is further engineered. Is that to say that Delta also could have been further engineered? Are they, are they tweaking the bioweapon as it goes? And that's exactly what this thing is. If it, now, can we ever prove it? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm leaving that to the doctors. And that's who you heard from, Dr. Malone, who helped develop these gene transfer agents. He actually, I think he worked for Pfizer. I'm not 100% on his... Uh, corporate background but i know he was involved in the development of the rna gene transfer agents and now he's come out and said this this whole you know vaccination program is one of the worst ideas that we've ever had we needed more testing in the animal kingdom unfortunately Oh, I'm sure that Fauci would have loved that. He loves to torture beagles and ferrets and rabbits and everything else. The guy is a monster of the highest caliber. If you look into what he's done, the things that they've used and the things that they've put into these shots, you wouldn't ever think about letting that needle get within a cubic yard of you the aborted fetal parts 
that are in the development of that injection. The testing using those same parts. It's a horrible, and I say these things not to shock, but to awaken. And that's what we need today, folks. We need folks that are awakened to the possibility that these things aren't good ideas. What did we cover today? Let's just go over it real quickly. First of all, there is to be no coercion in medical practice at all. Coercion means, you know, let me give you a lottery ticket if you take a shot. Now, that's actually bribery. Or Joe Biden standing up in front of everybody and saying it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You unvaccinated people are the problem. That is so bogus and so easy to dissuade. You can look it up. The places like Europe and Israel that are hyper-vaccinated, been totally injected almost to the hundred almost to a hundred percent high eighties and nineties percent of their population injected with the gene transfer agents are still getting the bioweapon sickness. Either a variant of it or the original. Oh well they won't get it as bad, they say. Tell that to the ones that die. And tell that to the ones who died from taking the shot. This is a really dark uh, podcast today. I'm sorry, but there's, there's just not a lot of light to shed on these type of things. We're not supposed to have coercion. That's against the Nuremberg Codes. And if you don't know what that is, it goes back to things like Nazi Germany where they did all kinds of crazy ideas on the Jews. They're not going to let you enter certain places if you don't have your vaccination card. Take your kids away from you if you don't get them shot. Now the teachers are calling out, the teachers union says, teachers are suffering burnout. They need to do more remote schooling again. I remember teachers who never suffered anything of that nature. They went to school. They, they worked their nine months out of the year. They, and they, some of them worked through the summer, either you know in summer school issues or they had a side job, mowing grass or whatever it took. But now, no, no, they're suffering from burnout. What a, what a deal, huh? We pay these people, they're public servants, or public school teachers are paid with public taxpayer money, and they want to sit at home in their pajamas and teach your kid through the video, through the pod, what do you call that thing? The iPod, iPad, or the computer, or whatever. It's like one, one person I heard say, you know, turn your back on the kid, he's supposed to be you know, and they're studying, and when you turn your back and walk out of the room and come back, he's playing Minecraft or what's the other one? Fortnite. Computer games. So they need to have that socialness that, that, that 
helps kids to develop into productive and normal human beings. Rip off the masks, get them in school, and leave them there. If you're afraid to teach, they can call me, I'll come teach. I guarantee you they won't learn the garbage that they're learning now. Two plus two in Tom's book still equals four. I, I, I would not be a good math teacher, though. I never could quite grasp algebra and all that other junk. Seriously, what are, what are we doing? We, we need it. You know, if, I think they're going to run into a big brick wall when they start sending these kids back home because of the teachers burn out. These moms are starting to really start to get, you know, they could, Mama Bear ain't going to play that game. That's good. Them uh, 80 Republicans that want to surveil you, you know, with a global phone app. It's already into beta testing. Worst idea ever. Because now they can track you wherever they want to. They can see what's on your phone. They can, you know, tap into it, see who you've come in contact with. And, you know, are you a carrier of the biological weapon? Blah, 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 on and on. It's already in the development and the beta testing. So you might as well just get ready for it. Whatever they, you know, whatever the big tech gurus come up with, our government's going to go along with. They give them lots of money, hundreds and hundreds of millions. And that's just a, you know, in a bucket to those guys. They got trillions. Pedophiles used to use that coercion tactic that we learned about from Stranger Danger. Hey, come over to the car. I got some candy. Hey, I lost my puppy. Can you help me find him? Hey, you want to play a video game? Or, you know, can you carry my groceries and I'll give you 10 bucks? Hey, did you order a pizza knocking at the door? And you didn't. And you're smart if you never open that door. We, we we were taught that as young, youngsters. But now, take the shot, and I'll give you a piece of pizza. Don't tell mom. Don't tell your mother that you got a extremely questionable injection. So if you ever get sick, it's like, why is my kid sick? Why is his heart exploding? Why can't he go out and play anymore? Oh, yeah, I got this shot and they gave me some pizza. We live in a very disturbing society today. The second Timothy chapter three, there's a verse there that says, as we draw near to the end of this age that we're living in and draw nearer to the time that Christ comes back, Evil men will wax worse and worse. It's the only time that you can find in the Bible that it says worse and worse in a in that exact phrase. Worse and worse. These people will only get worse. They won't get better. Tom Richardson signing off today. Removing confusion. December 15th in 2021. Till next time, God willing, you have a great day.